0: From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with
1: Jock on 770 CHQR. So the comeback falls short for the Calgary Flames. The Flames give up an empty net goal, and they lose 6-4 to the Boston Bruins. That's the bad news. The good news is, with the hockey game in the rearview mirror, we can focus in on what we do best here on Sports Talk with Jock, and that's talk football, CFL football. And there have been some big changes, not just here in Calgary, but throughout the league, and one of those changes has happened in the last 24 hours. Eric Tillman out as general manager of the hamilton tiger cats a new management team is in place and part of that team is our good friend jim barker the new football operations consultant for the hamilton tiger cats did i get that right jim is that the right title
0: you know i don't even know (laughs) (laughs) i'm in there and just you know trying to help where i can orlando is one of my guys and and uh you know asked me to come in and and help with whatever I could help with both, you know, on the coaching side uh, with, with the coaches and also on the personnel side. So I'm, um, jumping in both feet and uh and and i'm excited about it
1: you're multitasking and that's what you do best because you're very good at that jim and uh, by the way happy new year number one and, and number two is when we last chatted you did talk a little bit about maybe some opportunities in the states with the alliance league and you were a former employee with the xfl but i i, th- I think i got the feeling that your heart was here in canada you wanted to stay in canada right
0: well I, yeah I, you know i became a citizen last year actually down in calgary and uh, that was, uh, you know, that that was an important thing for me, and you know, I'm just I'm at a point in my career where it's really hard to leave something I've put so much into. I mean, the league's gone through some ups and some downs, and uh, some good things and some bad things, and but through it all, it's still such a huge part, and has always been such a huge part of my life that it, it's hard to think about. Taking a job elsewhere, and and I had an opportunity, and just like I say, this is this is a great thing for me because I have so much respect for Orlando. And you know, when you're in Toronto, it's kind of like Edmonton and Calgary. You know, Hamilton is a team that you know you hate to use the word hate, but it's a team that you just despise. Yet you develop a healthy respect, and the respect I have for Bob Young and what he did when he bought that team for his brother Mike and then, you know, for Scott Mitchell and and the things they've done to try to win a Grey Cup. And they haven't won one since 99. And that's That's a great challenge. And I just think Orlando is the right guy. And being in a place with the right people was the most important thing to me. And, and, you know, I'm not big on titles. And I'm, I'm beyond that worrying about that stuff. All I'm trying to do is help this organization win a great cup.
1: It's interesting you say that because June Jones, obviously he's not big on titles either because that was one of the big stories, the way that he stepped aside because, you know, the Tiger Cats knew they were going to lose Orlando if, you know, June Jones doesn't have that transition plan in place.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm not positive that would have happened. Okay. um, That that Orlando would have left. I I mean, he might have, um, but it just never got to that point. I think, you know, June is a, He's—I uh, don't know him very well—but once you get, you know, up into our age brackets, uh, you, and you've been, you know, he's been coaching, you know, for 40 years or something like that. I've been in this business for 40 years, and you—you you get to a point that basically it's all about winning, and it's about putting together a group of people that you want to win with. And that was the most important thing to me is going somewhere where I could be with people that, uh, you know, have a, you know, there's no agendas. It's about nothing but winning the Grey Cup. And that's, uh, that's refreshing. And I'm, I'm really excited about it.
1: It looks like an interesting management structure. Now, again, I was just reading this on the website, but it doesn't look like they're going to have a, a general manager per se. There's two senior director of personal, uh, personnel and co-managers of uh, football operations, and then you've got your buddy Spencer Zimmerman, who I think you hired in Toronto. Uh, he's the director of U.S. Scouting, and then there's yourself and, and a few others. So it is a, a different uh, setup. Is, is that correct?
0: Yeah, it's uh, it you know it's, it's unique again. Orlo- for Orlando, the big thing was getting the right people in the building. Okay, and that's his. That's what he preaches. And uh, again, it's it's one of those things that both Sean Burke and Drew Alamang have been there for a long time. I mean, fifteen, sixteen years, and and uh, you know, Sean is. Uh, he, they're both. They're. They, I, I don't even know what titles they gave them. They used to be assistant general managers, and they moved them to...
1: Senior director oh, of personnel.
0: Okay, there you go. <laughs> Senior
1: director of personnel and co-manager of, of football ops. Right, so uh,
0: I, I'll have forgotten that by the time I go to bed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it sounds like Orlando, and, and most coaches in this day and age do have a lot of say in, in personnel matters, don't they?
0: Yeah, they do, and it's important for coaches to do that. And when I hired Orlando back in 2010 when he had never coached, it was important to me to give him that experience, and he wanted to learn it. And, you know, I put him uh, – had him doing some cap things and so he could learn how the personnel game works, and I had him go down and scout and those kinds of things. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things I think the coaching staff needs needs to be involved. The fact that I've been a coach – and also on the management side, I can be a bridge. Uh, you know, both Sean, Drew, and Spencer. Spencer's a guy that I have a ton of respect for, uh, who I hired in Toronto, promoted him up to assistant GM, and uh, when I when I was unceremoniously dumped, um, they made him the, uh, the the interim general manager until Jim Pop got in, and he's just a bright young guy that, uh, you know, there's there's a a few guys, if you can count them on one hand, that you you trust with your life and that uh, you know you just you love going to work with. He actually lives in my building, so we make the drive into Hamilton every day, and uh, and it's just refreshing and fun. And you know, it's the last two the last two years. The last year I got to do TV and be in your your arena, and you know, it, it, this is what I love doing. This is this is what excites me in the morning is waking up with a chance to help a team win a gray cup to make a team better and to be a part of something bigger than myself and in in the media that's not that's not necessarily the way it is and and it's uh you know i have such a ton of respect for matt dunnigan and rod smith and milt steagle and the guys that you know, put, the, put that thing together and, and the other guys I got a chance to work with and Paul Graham, who went into the Hall of Fame this year, mm-hmm. is just, it was just a spectacular experience. And I, I truly did enjoy it. I had fun. But in terms of the thing that makes you just want to get up in the morning and, and be excited about life, that's, that's what I'm getting a chance to do now. And that's important.
1: That's in your blood, and, and I can certainly understand that. Jim Barker, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jockeys with the Hamilton Tiger Cats now. Uh, I... I I hate to put you on the spot here, Jim, but I always appreciate your honesty. And, of course, you are a big part of the the modern-day dynasty that has been developing here in Calgary over the years in a salary cap world. This team, in the last 10 years under John Huffnagel, has been the dominant team. There's some fear right now in Calgary. You know, we saw Mark and Michelle and James Votters, and today Jameer Thurman move on. We don't know what's going to happen with Bo. We don't know what's going to happen with Alex Singleton. (laughs) Micah Johnson may go. Um, You know, just from your perspective, you know, I— I guess fear is, is probably a, a good way to describe it for Stampede fans, but do you think this, uh, this dynasty could be coming to an end or in Huff we trust here in Calgary?
0: Oh, I, I think that Calgary, Calgary had, they have good coaching staff, they have a good front office, they've been able to replace players. Uh, you know, I, I would never, and I know that Huff does not look at this as fear. This is a great challenge. And it's it's throughout the league. It's not just Calgary that's going through this. We're going to have a lot of quarterbacks that are are going to be free. Some some may sign down south, which will throw the whole thing into a, you know into a, a I'm not going to say disarray, but it's going to create some some huge anxiety mm-hmm. in in certain markets. And and that's exciting though. That that put makes it makes talking about the cfl so much more exciting than talking about the Flames.
1: <laughs> well i don't know there's there's lots of excitement with the flames right now in this city which i which i understand but you know hey calgary is hosting the great cup game this year and and we don't know exactly what's going to happen with this organization but I, I think the general motto is in in huff we trust and and it really has been a modern day dynasty here because kind of like the new england patriots they don't win every year but guess what they've always been in the hunt yeah, when,
0: when Michael Federick left in 2004, it was pretty bleak. and It, I can it was. Remember, I can remember being the coach there in 2003 looking up in the stands and there was nobody there, and you'll wonder what's going to happen. And then new ownership comes in, and John Frizzani and, and Doug Mitchell and Ted Hellard, those guys come in and do – you know, wonders, and they basically give the team back to the community, and the community pitches into it, and and it becomes what it is today, and, and I am proud of, you know, that within 2000, from 2005, we took the team that had four wins in 2004 and made the playoffs with 11 wins, and then won the Grey Cup in 2008, mm-hmm. so, um you know, I, I left in 2010 and took on a similar situation in Toronto, and Again, there's, they've won two Grey Cups since 2010. So, you know, I, it, that's exciting for me. This is exciting in Hamilton because they haven't won since 99. And that's all that matters to me. And, and that's what I try to to bring to whatever organization I, I happen to be with, is that it's not about what titles you have. And it's not about any. It's about winning Grey Cups, period. That's what it's about. And, exciting the fans and like i say all the things going on with uh with the uh the cba and the collective bargaining and all that stuff all that is is great stuff to debate about mm-hmm. what should calgary do if bo levi leaves you know should they go out and sign zach collares what happens to edmonton if mike riley leaves do they bring ricky ray i mean there's just so many great storylines and things to talk about For true cfl fans and you know that to me is the exciting part about what's going on it's no fun to be involved in the management side as i'm going through this (laughs) and looking at the number of free agents it's a it, it, it's a nightmare, but for a fan, Oh my goodness. It's about as good as it could get.
1: Yeah, that is, that is so true. And that's a great way to put it. Uh, hey, before I let you go, and I always do appreciate your time heading into Wild Card weekend in the NFL. So I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, um, who do you like this weekend? Saturday Colts Texans, you got the Seahawks and the Cowboys on Sunday. You got the chargers and the Ravens, the Eagles and the bears. Uh, some of these teams have been red hot down the stretch. Yeah. You know,
0: I, uh, I really I like the Cowboys and the Texans. I, I think both both those teams are are playing well. I, the Cowboys, they, they they played poorly two weeks ago, but then got got back on track, won a game at the wire, and they just seem to be finding their way. The Texans, I, I believe, after going, what, one and three or whatever, have been as good a team as, as there is. And, you know, the Colts have all of their luck. They're playing better but I you know again I like the Texans and I like the Cowboys on Saturday and then who's on Sunday
1: who's on Sunday you got the Chargers and the Ravens the Chargers and 11-win team this year and then the defending champion Eagles can Nick Foles do the magic again there they take on the Chicago Bears
0: yeah I in that in those two games I like the Bears over the Eagles I think the Eagles just there's something missing this year I don't know what it is and you know they had the Carson Wentz magic last year, and even though Foles came in, that was kind of a hangover. I mean, there was there was a, a Wentz hangover, uh, and then in the first game, let's see who who oh Char- the Chargers, Chargers I Ravens like the yeah. Chargers yeah I can't ever like the Ravens they just <laughs> bore they bore the heck out of me. How can you want the Ravens to win? So I the Chargers I think that guy Lynn has done a <clears throat> a fantastic job down there, and they're they're a fun team to watch. So. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Chargers on Sunday and the uh, and then in the afternoon game take the Bears and uh, I love their coach I, I think Nagy is a he's a perfect fit for that market and that you know what they're doing with Mitchell Trubisky and uh, I just again I, I I like that team so those are my picks.
1: All right, Jim, we appreciate your insight as always. It's always good to talk to you. Uh, happy New Year! Thanks so much and uh, congratulations on your new gig with Hamilton.
0: All right, happy, happy New Year to you guys, and thank you, Jock.
1: You betcha, Jim Jim Barker, special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. It's always good to catch up with uh, Jim Barker, talking some football here on the home of the Calgary Stampeders. And we come back, we're going to wrap things up, get to our sports geek of the day, go nowhere, keep it locked on 770 CHQR.